Uh, hello, listen to me too. The It's Working Podcast brought to you by Robert John. Three friends discussing all things faith, fashion, 5G, food, all the other F words, friends, friendship. Yeah, ma'am. What has been on you guys' mind this week? I feel like it's been silent. Actually, no. Mm. I saw you on Sunday, so I still feel like that oh, vibe is there. Yeah. Let me even. Wow. First of all, she traveled to zone six, all the way to zone six for little old me. It is zone eight. (laughs) Let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) No. If if the drive there, we chalk it up to, I don't know, unfamiliar territory. I don't know, life, whatever. It took forever to get there. Why did it take me forever to get home? It took me forever to get home. Forever. What time did you go there? Is that On a Sunday. Tunnel? No, this is the thing. The route home, it didn't even take me through Blackpool Tunnel. It took me through Rotherite Tunnel on the route home. I was assuming Blackpool right. Tunnel was even closed. I don't know. What? I don't know. And then I ended up in stupid Rotherite Tunnel traffic. Mm-hmm. Stupid traffic. But let's even talk about it. It was a Sunday. It was 5 something p.m. that I left my house thinking I'm going to get there 6, 6.30 latest. Mm. Why? Because Waze, Google Maps, all of these people told me it's 36 minutes away. I was like, this is in line with all the gas Sauda says, so maybe it's just not that far. <laughs> I think it took me an hour and 15. What? How? Me- Where did you go? You should have just walked. I should have. <laughs> I really should have. Because even the route I took was the Greenwich. So I got to the other side, I got to Greenwich, IKEA, whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's 10 minutes from here, according to Sauda. It's just because it's 10 minutes it's from Sauda's house. Maths. Maybe it's not 10, but like, no, maybe it wasn't 10. Maybe it was a good half an hour or something. I don't think I've ever said we did 10 minutes. I don't think Hilly and I, maybe Hilly and I, we 20 minutes away, and that's when I got, you know, typically that's late. I never Mm. said 10. I just said we don't live that far because I can drop her. And also, no, hold on. Okay, let me not suppose where I live and where (laughs) you live, but from, let's say, from the arrows of where I live, yeah. Take the A roads and continue. Go this way. Go that way. Come off the A roads in the houses. Dun, 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 dun. Twenty minutes. You're at, I'm at your house. Mm-hmm. How did it take you one hour fifteen? Traffic. Oh, she, you sh- she's not accounting for the traffic. No, no, no. The for- traffic. Yeah. I accounted for is traffic mm-hmm. around Blackpool Tunnel. That's that's traffic for everybody. Traffic on the way to IKEA. But even then, mm-hmm. I will still be like IKEA is a good 20, 25 minutes away from me. Accounting for that traffic. So the traffic was bad. Yeah, but the journey started from Greenwich because from Greenwich, I exited that tunnel thinking Mm. I'm not far. So when I say zone six, it's because my I'm not far brain went, wow, we're still going. I'm still (laughs) not hit. What? There's still more. How? It just kept on going. Did you get stuck in traffic when you left the tunnel? Nope. Straight. Straight. So there was no traffic after the tunnel? No. So was there any traffic? No. I don't so how did it take an hour for three minutes? That doesn't make my, doesn't add up. If the traffic itself was, however much, let's say the traffic itself was like, no, I don't think so. I followed the map. Do you think? There is no all the way to Kidbrook, wherever that place is. Oh right, okay. It kept going. I was like, this is looking like that place my mum used to work that was hella far and she quit because it was way too far. I was thinking, this place is looking really familiar. It looked like the place that we went to go and move to one time. My mum said, this is way too far. I was just seeing a lot of things that I was remembering that my wow. previous life has told me is way too far. I was like, hmm, 
my dad checked for a house in this area. I remember this area because it was way wow. too far. And my mum was like, this <laughs> is even on traffic. There was one place like this. That I just remember because my mum was even like, you come out of the road into like dual carriageway. Like she can't have young oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, Here, there's bit, one, yeah. one place like this. So I was like, way That's too right. far. Remembering all of these way too far prompts. And I still wasn't at her house. Then we got into suburbs. Then the only thing that happened that would have added to the time was that I couldn't park at her house because that was not a zip zone. I had to park near her house, which I accounted for because I would have parked near her house and then Google Maps said it's a 15-minute walk, which in fact wasn't even a 15-minute walk because where That's we parked all. was right behind her house. So I always factor in the fact that Google Maps doesn't know I'm a fast walker. So that was it was always going to be something like 45 minutes anyways. Mm-hmm. But the journey after the tunnel was what was forty five minutes. Are you sure? Yes, oh. and there's no traffic. Mm-hmm. There's no way. There is no way. Doesn't explain the way home. The way home itself was even long. That was even the after way south. home. Whatever you took, way should be because there is no way. Like, huh? I th- it was Google Maps you used the whole time there and back. Mm-hmm. You know the Google Maps. You know Google Maps is a liar. You don't blame everything but the fact that it's far. No, there's no way because Mm. if you, not text, but okay, I've probably said this on the internet. If you come to me, I live in the middle of these two, right? So I live less relative to the IKEA. So Nemat to me should be calm. Me to Halima should be calm as well because it's just A res, A res. I think that's what happens. Like Mm. you reset the time in your mind. So it's no, like because that's checkpoint the other day fresh. When we checkpoint went, when we fresh. went, no, no, when we went from Stratford to Henley's house, hmm. it was well, how many minutes? Forty-five minutes from Stratford, yeah. all if together. That, you know, so how could it take? Well. Did you say that was forty-five? Yeah, if that, yeah, it's forty-five on ways. And I get so how? There as well, it's never, it's never over an hour. It's never even up to an so, hour with no traffic. But it's never no up to an hour. There's, there's no Stratford. way. Her house was 45 minutes, which is literally matching up with what I'm saying. Plus the five, 10 minutes Blackpool tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Blackpool traffic is mm-hmm. what? 55 minutes. Plus the 10, 15 minutes to get to my house to Blackpool tunnel or to Stratford. That's an hour and 15. Wait, so what? from yours to Blackpool tunnel is max, is like minimum time 15 minutes? It's 12 minutes minimum, 20 minutes give or take, roughly, this is average traffic. When there's traffic, yeah. traffic, then it can yeah. be half an hour because that place is traffic. But yeah. the traffic was bad, so it was fine mm. for that. Like, I can be like, traffic so, was bad to Blackpool Tunnel, but Blackpool Tunnel, to mm. her place, was 45 minutes. There's no way. Sorry. I, there's no, no way. Unless there was a problem, there's absolutely no way. Like, I could probably take public transport to Lima's house and it'll take 45 I minutes. I listen to... Like, mm. like, Two playlists. Google Maps is a liar, man. And you know, this is me no shuffling way. through playlists. And you know Spotify playlists be like an hour long. This is no. me shuffling through playlists. Let me just get ways up Google now. Maps. Because there's no way. No, it's the same mm-hmm. Google Maps that my friend that lives not far from me, they, t- tried, they tried to get me to walk through a forest to get to her place. Pack up. Like, they really want to kill you. Do you, listen, oh yes, listen. I walked for a forest yes. to get to your house. That forest, that darkness. I looked and I was like, mm. the sun is shining. You Why know what? I see yeah, you know what? The bush. <laughs> Let's blame Google Maps. I can't because there was a time
Like we tend to go to places together. Which you know we can't walking. trust anymore, but continue. <laughs> no, no, no. In my driving head, honestly, come out of my road, go that way, go that way, then up the road, round the corner. I can be at a house in five minutes. Like try tested driving. Obviously now driving and walking and are two different things so she was like oh she wants to go for a walk before we go out she's gonna walk to mine it said 30 minutes i live i don't know if i, I don't know if this is gonna expose where i live i live okay let's say i live opposite a park as in the other side of my road is a park it's not houses mm-hmm. tell me why instead of coming from the main road so you come from the main road and you come in to the side road and then you come into my road like normal yeah instead to go through the park they love this they love, the they love this nonsense. Why? They love to so leave women and then... <laughs> forests. Mm-hmm. And it is not okay. Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I'm not here so, for it. We ended up being ready. So I was like, there's no point you finishing the walk. Let me come and get you. Because like I said, the drive takes five minutes, meaning I can probably see and we go. So I'm gonna come. So she now says, I'm at, in front of your house. I'm like, how are you in front of my house when I just left my house from my house? It turns out that she went through the she went through the, the park. Bearing in mind, the park has a hill. So she went down the hill, oh round. The, so that's why I did time to get to mm. my house. Had yeah. she not taken the Google Maps way, which is so dumb, because if you, let's say you get off the bus at the bus stop, mm. one of the bus stops is by the park, the other one's on the other side of the road. Yes, the park is there. But by common sense, you're not going to walk through the park unless you're going to the park. You're going to walk by the houses and come in. I just also want to make a point as well about these areas you are living in. Bus stops are meant to be accessible. You lot they will be are. like, you get off the bus stop and then you walk up the mile, down the road, around no, the no, corner no, no. and then to the left easy. and that's my house. Helena's is not easy. Where, Mine's not easy. Mine's the bus not easy. Helena was like, Mine's if you're coming from the bus, I just thought, no, this doesn't make, <laughs> I'd rather walk in the road with cars. None of this, let me take the route the car is taking because the way it is just convoluted it's and then cool. everyone is looking at all the most oil boy people, I just thought, wow, I really <laughs> no, no, am not Helena's in London not easy. Anymore. Like when I when I've driven to hers, I've looked around for like the bus stops, the main road. I live no up the main stop. road. There's no you can't no get corner locked. shop. It's no, not, it's not around the corner. I just feel there, there's that. no corner anywhere. Yeah, there's it's no just, yeah. You live in a residential area. It's very residential yeah. zone area. Yeah. I don't but like you it. live in zone zone I can't zone. Apartment blocks. Mm, no. Really? You know what's wild, right? Not My flats dad's... or not flats. Apartment okay. blocks, as in like. Okay. The bougie apartment blocks, as in oh, the, the new builds. The new builds. Like the kids like new builds. That's what I mean. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Really I don't know. We just we just you, you said must that I'm not driven. going Kidbrook. Kidbrook is not, especially for drivers. Kidbrook is quite accessible because it's no. on. But then the problem is, it's off. Like the new builds of Kidbrook are off the A road. So when I'm like, saying new builds, I'm thinking Canary Wharf. So let me just censor myself oh. in London. I'm I'm Kidbrook thinking is London. No, we just we just oh, had this discussion. Now we're getting it. into a little bit of shaky territory. Where journey, anything that's a journey from the financial capital of the world is not. It no, might as well be. to Kidbrook is not has, far. Okay, we've got overground. By what mode of no, transport? No, no, no. Isn't it? Oh, you're taking oh, train. Right, driving. Driving. Yeah, driving. Yeah, it's not accessible. <laughs> the TFL doesn't Kidbrook go there. Is, yeah, I mean, you can get the over southeastern, the, the overground yeah. whatever you can call it. But does the overground count? Southeastern. Sorry. <clears throat> does the overground count as public transport? Like, when you think public transport, yeah, like, yeah. 
No, no, no. I'm not talking about public transport in the literal meaning of public transport. I'm thinking about when you think about getting into town, into the city, going to... Do you actually think about the overground? 100%. How else am I getting into London Bridge, exactly. which is wow. the centre I'm asking people that aren't based. <laughs> because for me, public transport, when I think TFL and I think yeah. going places and commute, when I think the word commute, mm-hmm. I generally think bus, underground, Uber. That's it. Your Uber's in your commute. Oh, by force. I just can't. When... I won't even expose myself, but never... <laughs> All it commute, but yeah, it's always, it's always is right there. commute. You know, it just has to be at this point, not with the way Central Line is working. But when it says overground, for me, it's now I'm traveling. I'm not commuting. I'm traveling. You know, if I'd never hey, moved, I don't live. Because I don't live in in Vauxhall anymore. I can talk about it. Vauxhall. I had a corner shop. I had a bus stop right outside my, my where I lived. Every and then I walked like not even five minutes, and then mm. we've got overground train and underground train. Mm. I had yeah, Vauxhall Central London. It's very central. Vauxhall Central, central London. That, it is, that's a bit but you, much. But it's like I'm born and raised in that, and then now I'm in the sub suburb suburbs, and it was it was a very mm, wild. Your area is not very, the most suburbs or suburbs. Like oh, suburbs. when I say suburbs, though, when I say suburbs, no. I'm talking in terms of like a lot of greenery. Like, I'm talking, I'm talking the area. I was like, wow, yeah. when was the last time I saw a cul-de-sac? <laughs> really? Wow. Cul-de-sac. I don't use that term. You did. You was like, it's a cul-de-sac or something. When we were walking back, and I was, I, I remember really? when I logged it. I was like, it's been a minute since I, because cul-de-sac was when I was living in Wales, <laughs> when there was houses like that for us to be doing cul-de-sac. Like that was what it was for me. And clothes. This is the clothes. Like things that was. Yeah, I don't have clothes in. You live in Central. No, I don't have a clothes near like me. You live in Central. Central. Really? I don't have a clothes yeah. near me. Where's the clothes? Where's the cul de sac? Those Where? clothes that they've now closed off. Those are just roads one with way, houses one way. on it, but they're not closes. No, closes are. Cl- closes, there's a structure to a close. There's a structure yeah, to a cul de sac. Like... What no, does that mean? Are you saying it's cul de sac because I said they were trying to take you through the forest when this parallel road we're going on is going to take you to the exact same spot? I don't remember. I don't know if cul-de-sac. that's when you said the word cul de sac, but you described something as a cul de sac, and I was like, yeah, it's true. Those exist. <laughs> maybe it sounded like a cul-de-sac. Like maybe what I said and, and described sounded like cul-de-sac. I didn't. I don't use that term. I haven't used that term in ages. Really? I All can. I know is yeah. Nimat has a gender against Southeast London, <laughs> and I'm not. You find bungalows it. as well. You don't find bungalows in, in the city. No, I feel like <laughs> the minute since I've seen a bungalow. <laughs> You get semi detached here and detached. No, yeah. you, you yeah, get detached though. You, do. you don't get detached house. Detached is standalone, isn't it? It is. No, detached, detached is out, out, out. You don't get detached. If you, if detached, you are living no. with detached, you are not in London. No. Not necessarily. And if you are, you're, um, very, we'll just say you're very financially. Or comfortable you're in, you're in, detached. yeah, there, there, do, there are detaches actually. When you go up, um, was it West I went? Not Chelsea. There's an area, I can't remember, there was an area and I just remember mm-hmm. the mums were dropping their sons off. I, I just remember it be going, this is a school area and I just saw the mums dropping their sons, um, their kids off in like Lambos and, and Range Rovers this, and expensive cars and I just knew and there were detached houses as well. I just knew, I can't mm. remember what this area is but it's in London and I was, I was driving somewhere. Where was I driving mm. to? How did I go for this area? It was like, is it Chesington? I don't know. It's, it's just one of Kensington? those... No, it wasn't Kensington. I know Kensington. This wasn't, mm. this is past that. So there uh, was, and then it's like, I think it's like uphill and it's really forestry. Like there's a lot of greenery. Um, the houses are like really old, like the bricks. 
I'm not sure if it's west. I'm assuming it's west because west is west, isn't it? But I'm not sure it's west. That's the thing. I think it might actually be north or northwest. But it that was would make very, more sense in terms of like greenery. Yeah. You get way more space up in. Not yeah, yeah, west, yeah. Like it more, was very. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't Kensington. It was very mm. like uphill. I remember because there was a lot of clutch control, stop and start. <laughs> and I just remember feeling small amongst all these big, big cars. And I just like, it was, yeah. Everything was, you know, when you know that you're driving and all of the laws here are for the community, it's not for the law. Like, you know, those areas where they've petitioned for certain mm. things. Because yeah. where else do parents get to stop in front of the schools to drop their kids off? That doesn't happen. School zones, you can't do that in How my far side. Out were you? This one's still that within London. Anywhere. No, it does. I'm, should, I'm like, telling you, the law, I knew because I remember just experiencing it like, yeah. These lot have this area patterned. This is their community. Mm. They've mm. set this up for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this is mm. them. Nice. This is the mums. Everything like that. Out, out of London things, for example. I went no, to it school. wasn't out of London. This it is in London, London that I saw this. Yeah, in a in a London. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't in a London. I was driving somewhere, and I where was we off to? I need to remember because it was early morning. That's why they were dropping their kids off as well. Very few things take yeah. me out early morning to experience all of this. I just can't remember what I was doing and what I yeah needed. Well, but it's almost like if you do that whole, you know that um sorry, uh, yeah. East Essex, not Essex. Um, what's that park that that there was that one camp at one time? That's Epping Forest. Big you know one. that whole yeah. Oh, yeah, that it's almost that kind of vibe. It wasn't that side, but it's that vibe oh. of greenery, um, okay. very forestry area. Though, like Ch- the Chigwell, I think, whatever. That's basically the edge of London, no? Yeah. Epping that's Forest is the. Yeah, it's like, isn't it yeah. the end of the central line? End of that Walthamstow, isn't it? No, but then Walthamstow is the end of the, of, of the Victoria line, but it's still zone two. And it's still it's like right there. And then after Walthamstow, Chingford, Epping Forest. Driving. Oh God, no! Never, never anything else. Gosh, <laughs> okay. I don't even go what I'm saying about driving. Wow, but yeah, no, that's. But I'm just saying that well, was kind I of like. Mm. I know. Um, Whatever happened on the day that Nemo went to visit Heli Master, I wasn't mm. involved because we did um, impromptu aerial drop-offs. Uh, we actually passed the house and Heli I was like, oh, this is oh, your, this is your area. But we passed it at like eleven, Shit. so I didn't. Stop to pop in. Uh, um, yeah, so I don't know how it took an hour fifteen. If you are not using public transport, something must have gone wrong. And then for you to go via rubber high just means that whatever you're using didn't respect your time. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. That was meant to be use, the fastest route as well. Just use Why? Like, That's like, what tomorrow. I'm, yay! <laughs> what I've learned is that for, if my friend was told to go through the park when. All she had to do was literally walk on the main, like like a normal person on the main road. Google Maps is a bit piggy hacker. Just mm. use city map up. I think is the best one for commuting, in my personal opinion. Mm. And Waze is the best one for driving. People say that, but they're all checking out anyways because the roads are all messed up. So, really, their mm, road closures, their reroutes. Bare. Yeah. <laughs> this is now one way. There's a mess out there, so I don't even think this lot can update. But when you get there, then the reason why I like Waze is because when you get there, 
technically you're not supposed to touch your phone, but if someone else is there, you can update and be like, road is closed, or there's traffic, or there's this. Waze is pretty, Waze doesn't let me down so far. I feel like Apple Maps has let me down once upon a time, years ago, I haven't touched it. And Google Maps, to me, it doesn't drive properly. So like, you're supposed to face the way I'm driving. Why are you facing this way and I'm driving this way? It doesn't oh, make sense. Oh, you tap the little arrow on the side and it re- re- Yeah, you should do that automatically. I'm not supposed to touch my phone mm. when I'm driving, right? So you shouldn't be pointing southwest when I'm driving in the north direction. Like, I think that whole thing, they just haven't got it right. Um, I think oh, yeah. it's, it's a product they need to work on. But yeah, we don't live, like, there's people that live Quay, like, Quay out, out, out. Halima doesn't live that far out, I think, personally. I know I don't because if I can walk, I won't even talk about the distance of my local or my closest train station. But that train is twenty minutes London Bridge. And I've but please gotten, do talk about the distance. How long does it take you to walk to your closest train station? So when I'm in like no, good health, let's, let, no. level of fitness. Can I disclaim this? Can I disclaim this? Sorry. Why would you need to we disclaim it? It's not it's fair. Sh- no, because it's not fair. Every, anybody who knows the way London under like the way um TFR has been set up in London knows that South East London has been disadvantaged disproportionately. That's right. Fair. That's a very good so point. So we don't have, for example, like we don't have undergrounds and all of this stuff the way the rest of London does. That's we true. have the South Eastern. And because of the fact that we were left behind, it's not, it's not, we can't be compared to the other parts of London. Mm. Okay. So whatever he was going to say has to come under that context of the fact that actually it's not the same. Okay, I think that basically okay. then says that maybe you're just not in London. You're just no. not a part of us. No know? way. It, no it's screaming. If you look at the map, no, because my you're not. Code. Thank you so much. I'm just saying, maybe oh, you're just an added. You're an attachment. They were like, oh, you know, let's just expand and include them because prioritized places will never have this problem. So no, if you weren't prioritized from the beginning, it just kind of, it just kind of. We have. have an addition, funnily enough, but that's another story for another pod. Because City of London is its own 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 thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there's obviously the people that are proximal to City of London. And then there's the people mm. that aren't. The only no, the only issue Simple. with South East London it is, is it in from the inside out, not from the outside they, in. And so when we yeah. talk about distance, the further you are away. The further you are, well, not away. that far. It's just that the way they created the, the lines. It's just bad. The way they created the lines for Southeast London. It's true. Like yeah. in terms of like, especially underground, specifically underground, because like it's I said, I live in Vauxhall, and if you're in like Vauxhall and Brixton, good on underground it's and like underground. Decent, decent, decent. Like it's it's there. It's okay. You know, it exists. Yeah. It does something. But if you're in like let's say Peckham, Wharf Road, Camberwell, it just gets it just starts to get a little bit. As soon as you east-wise, south-east, yeah. it's just... Because the way they... Well, I saw this on TikTok. The way they developed was such that they developed on the north of the river because of, like, marshy lands of the south. Um, but marshy lands of the south is where they did a lot more residential work, which is why in our areas we have loads of houses and da And then when, obviously, they realised there's a need to actually get workers in, they made the southeastern. Southeastern has been, I think, running a little, not longer, but Southeastern became a thing and then they expanded more of the undergrounds. The undergrounds are easy to extend because of the land set up on the north of the river as well as the south of the river. So it's not a, it's not a matter of where far, it's just a matter of um, 
when you make stuff, I'm not someone who makes the stuff, which someone who watches the TikToks and the people talking about <laughs> it. It was the development process. It was just the way they developed it. It wasn't, because like, I can drive to, when I think about it, even driving into Central, it's not far for me. It's just the fact that they didn't make the underground in South East London. They made it in other parts of London because of whatever excuse of the land and the this and the that. How are you telling me that South, Northwest, they have metropolitan line and here I'm just, I'm just outside of zone two I don't have something reasonable to get to what I do now, but it's not far. It's about yeah, it's about the transport links. So whatever Halima's gonna say, yeah, just just note that with what she's gonna say. I didn't even okay? forgot him having this whole. She, you were gonna talk bumper. about the distance to your nearest station. Yeah, so like I can when I walk. Okay, but walk to the bus stop now. Um, check my check when the bus is coming on the apps and stuff, and anything. Less than seven minutes, I can't make that bus. Basically, so if I want to get the bus to the train station, I need seven plus minutes. I can't do six. Definitely can't do five. Um, six is like you're you're like running, walking. Like it's not even jog. It's not a light jog. It's like you gotta run like the first half, and then or maybe yeah, you and run. When you the can first see the bus stop, you can slow down. Yeah, yeah. the bus stop, you can slow down, and then you see like the countdown is like you know three minutes or something. Then you're good and crazy. And that's, you know, but on average, like solidly seven minutes minimum to make the bus to the train station. And then it's like two stops, they're less than five minutes. Cool. Now, if you want to walk it, um, and I've timed myself, and like I said, when you fit, when this level is good and I'm like continuously like keeping, like moving and stuff, it's a 14 minute walk. Um, yeah, on average, 14 minutes. And so, Whenever like I'm checking my route, and it gives me the walk, the walking time, it always says 18 minutes. So the bus but, to the train station. To the train station. Ah, okay. Yeah, so 18 minutes 18 to the train minutes. station. But okay. when I when I walk it, it's 14 minutes because I, I know the walk. I, I know how to you know yeah, make pace the walk quicker. How to pace myself exactly. So it'll be like let's say I need the train at 9:20. Um, I can leave at nine. I can leave just after nine. If I leave like nine oh five, and if I'm faffing about now, it's like I've got you know twelve, maybe twelve minutes, and then I'm definitely gonna miss the train, basically. So yeah. forty minutes, fourteen minutes minimum <laughs> to walk, and then I'll still have time to catch the train, basically. Oh, you walk to the station? That's nice. It's a pleasant. Yeah. When the weather's good. It's a very pleasant walk. Very nice. Um, I used to walk through the forest for a little shortcut, and that does shorten the time. But then, um, like a dog ran up to me, and I just had to end that. So, oh. and, and the funniest, the funniest thing oh. that's that I've been doing that, like walk through the forest shortcut. A lot of people in the area do it, like on their way to work, on their way to school, just gonna cut through the forest because otherwise you're doing one long straight, then one long left, basically. As opposed to you cut yeah. through the forest, you cut obviously it's a shortcut. You cut your journey um, time down. I did it for ages, absolute ages, and then I was on my way to somewhere. Just as I was about to enter that same forest I've been entering and doing shortcuts, something in my head went, you know, even white people have stories about the forest. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you that thought has never crossed my mind when I entered that forest, but that day, that specific instinct. day, instinct, yeah. do you know what I mean? Well, I was talking to me and I'm just, and I'm just here like, okay, do it, do it, do it. So I walk in, I do my usual, trying to um, do a shortcut to the forest. Funny enough, I pass two dogs. They're minding their business. Mm. They've obviously got a good, Owner that knows what they're doing. Um, good. 
And then I walk a little bit further. I can see, <laughs> I can see the light. I can see where I'm going to literally exit. And this, this dog mm. on no leash is looking me like dead in the eye. And it literally Don't ran up to eye. me. Yeah. Ooh. And it was one of them shaggy haired dogs. So it looks like it's all cute and fluffy and very oh, docile no. and playful and all these little fun adjectives. But it literally <laughs> looked me <laughs> dead in the eye, ran up, left a little distance, but ran up and barked. And I was just standing there. I think I was on my way to like a baby shower or something, just shaking, mm. shaking in my pretty little outfit, holding these things. Oh. And then the owners, <laughs> and then the owners like run up after and they're calling after or whatever. And they're like, I'm so sorry. He's not usually like this. I'm like, oh, and I, and can I, we and please I, stop this nonsense? <laughs> he's the friendly one. He's yeah. normally like this. Shut up. Because right now he's misbehaving. Okay. When they say it's not usually like this, I just go, so it's a gin. That's well, what I think in my head. I'm like, if it doesn't well, usually, then they see my scarf. It's coming for because it's listen, so listen. Or the dog is, or the dog is locally racist. There was a time I visited. Always, always um, the racist thing that that lingers too. With these dogs, but yeah, I feel like the dogs would be as racist as their owners. They will learn, they'll pick up mm. these things from, from, from their owners. Because at the time, yeah. I visited a friend and she was like, Yeah, the dog is racist. I was like, How, like, not how do you know? Obviously, you mm. live here. So the dog's barking at me now, barking at me now. Cool. Mm-hmm. When other people are walking by, you're not barking, you're barking at me. You even watched, wow. it's good. I'm going back to your Did country. she adopt the dog? How, where wow. your friend's dog? Oh, not my friend. No, no, no. My friend's neighbor or one of the people lived by okay. my friend had a dog. You said you were visiting your friend oh, no. in the house. <laughs> no, no, no. Your the friend's friend. real. Clear. No, 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 no. The friend. I don't even have white friends at this point. Anyway, but yeah, my friend's neighbor, people that lived by my friend, had a dog that started barking at me. And she was like, Yeah, the dog is racist. And I said, Oh, Tell me really? The neighbors are racist. Absolutely, bro. I think that's the only way. It's like, how did the baby learn? How, how does the baby learn how to be scared of me or how mm-hmm. to be reluctant around me? It's because the yeah. parents told you that or taught you that in some way, shape, or form. I believe, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, these yeah. dogs. Every and it also when the when the owner goes, oh yeah, the dog is friendly. The dog is friendly with you because <laughs> you are the owner. Okay, I'm a stranger. The dog yep. will be friendly with me. Okay, yep. shush with this. The dog is friendly. I don't know why. He's acting like this or she's acting like no, because the dog lives with you. Okay, mm-hmm. the dog doesn't live with me, and now there's a problem. Clearly, yep. and your dog, <sighs> and your dog. It's real. Just every day. No, they're not. Clearly, mm-hmm. because the test of friendliness is when they meet strangers, and every time they meet a stranger, they're doing the most. Ooh, I will add in this. There is oh. racist dogs, and there's also dogs with the, the what do you call it Napoleonic complex. So the little tiny ones that just be barking because I'm five ten and they will never grow anymore. <laughs> and, <they're> little... <laughs> and it's happened once, like three, always with these... dogs. Listen, it's very real out here. I'm, by definition, I mind my business, and these little dogs, whether they're on a leash or not, just they look me dead in the eye and they just start barking like man. It's like your fault it's your fault that you are the, the tiny little shrimp that you are shove off because it used to scare me in the beginning i used to be like oh my god like are they seeing jeans and i was like nope they're just hating on me and my height and they should be like, you obviously some of them will see jeans but like different race that's what's the dog the dog beats you everyone is bigger than that dog at this point so the dog Maybe a month ago, right outside my house, I was like getting something from my mom's car. 
guy walks past with his dog and I could just anticipate. I just knew. This dog slowed down. This dog looked at me and started barking a stupid little head off. And you got the owner now like, come here, come on, get on. I'm like, sorry about that. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And I know what's up. I know what's happening here. You should get, you should get some stuff love messages. Sort it out. I would not have, I'd, I'd not see that coming. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. Like I said, I live near, I live opposite a park. And then obviously people around the area will be walking their dogs to the park, from the park. They have dogs. Mm-hmm. Like my neighbours have dogs. Yeah. I feel like so. they're all right. The smaller ones do have a bit of an attitude. I don't know why. Um, they're a bit more. Mm-hmm. But I think over the years, We've got used to them. I mean, when mm. you live there, you kind of have to. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think, I'm just, I'm trying to think. Have they barked at me for a while? Not for a while. Not that I know of. I don't think I've seen my neighbour's dogs, but it's highly likely, I've not asked them, but it's highly likely the dogs passed away, you know, because yeah, it's dogs been have a, years. Yeah, no more than like, yeah, I think yeah. 16 is the oldest they can get. That was like yeah. my next door neighbour's dog that they previously had. Um, and that was a good dog. Very gentle dog. And I was someone that came to the area scared of dogs and they always knew to just give me a bit of distance. But they didn't come running and have yes. me like, oh, this one's not quite comfy. And that dog always, I think his name was Rex or Dex, one of the two, always kept his little distance. And like right before he died, I remember I like had the courage to like try and pet it and then its nose got in the way. I was like, okay, close enough. Um, but then he died like very shortly after. And it was a sweet dog, very sweet dog. And now it they have... Um, they can be nice when the owners are nice. When the owners are nice. When dogs are owned by good people, I don't have any problems. And like, my next door neighbor, like they've got another dog. Like I've never had any issue with their dogs, like at all. Mm. Yeah, it's the it's the people. It's the people. Dogs are a reflection I bet of the, the people. people. They yeah. are. Just like with like kids. When, it's the same thing. I was about to say that. that with the kids, when the kids are moving a bit rude, a bit, a bit. I think kids have a natural cheekiness, which I think is a nice thing, like mm. the freeness and all that. I like that. That's yeah. being a child. I think that's how we all should be before society comes and rips our, our happiness away. But I, there's a, a particular salty, particular cheeky that's just a bit smelly mm-hmm. that kids can have. Yeah. I think that's a reflection of your parents or that your household, at least. Your, whoever's taking care of you, whoever's raising you. Because you didn't come out of the room like that. I, I refuse to believe that Allah created you like that in that form. You were mm-hmm. corrupted by society. Same thing oh. for dogs and, and for other pets. Because some of them are nice. Like you, like you said, some, the, most of the people, maybe because everyone knows we live here, and maybe they just understand that we don't really do dogs like that. Or mm. if we, we, can be, we can be cool. If we, also, if we live here and everyone's like, hi, 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 no, hi, hi. I'm curious. I'm like, who's got smelly kids that sound a nose off? Because <laughs> oh, everywhere. No, yeah. no, no. Actually, I'm, I'm not talking about Do anyone I know in any smelly kids? Oh, you know what? Yeah. When the kid says something, you know what I can say? When the kid says something, it's like, oh, this is an interesting thought. It didn't come from them. It came exactly. from perhaps. Oh, yeah. No, no. They're no. a mouthpiece. No, kids no, are a mouthpiece no, no. their parents. Yeah. When they're no, saying no, no. smelly things. When yeah. they're saying smelly things, kids definitely are just repeating what their mum or dad yeah. told them when they're saying yeah. smelly. When they're doing smelly things, they're repeating what they've seen, likely yeah. from somewhere. Yes. Or yeah. they're experimenting or they're curious. Experimenting and curious is, is, is a specific type of doing. Mm. But doing naughty exactly. things is like, especially when they know they're doing something wrong. They're testing mm. the yeah, water. They're trying to see. Yeah. 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 They, 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 they've they seen know. that somewhere. I don't believe kids just learn to be bad breed 
Nah. Like, out of the no, 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 no. Like saying something, so their cool. mum definitely or their dad definitely said something, yeah. and they're repeating what, or someone in their vicinity said something, exactly. and they're repeating it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm not trying to, before someone comes to me and says, Why are you talking about my child? I'm not talking about anyone's childhood that comes <laughs> to mind. Oh, no, no, someone's no. Someone's feeling attacked, they need to check themselves because and check your kid. there's no one being <laughs> identified. <laughs> Okay. I feel but like yeah. people with problematic kids know they have problematic kids though. How can you not? Like you know your kids are just the oof when when mm. they walk in, like, oh so and so's kid. I would hate to be so and so's kid kids are here. Like I'd hate mm, for I would that hate to that. be me. Yeah. Like my kids for the one my kids to be the one with the brand of, oh, careful now. You know, mm. kids are a bit rough when they play. Yeah. I, I think never... some of it is like mom clicks and bullying. When they're like, yeah. oh, you know, they they they're just picking at every little thing your child does to be mean. But I, I genuinely think there are sometimes where like, like growing up. Anyways, I can't speak of anybody's kids right now because I don't think most of my friends have kids at that level. Anyways, most of them are like toddlers that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. But growing up, I do know like there were some families that my mom would not hesitant but careful when they were coming mm. to our house, like just because things would break or they'd play a bit more aggressive yeah Mm. things that we wouldn't Mm. do and there were some other families that were just hella strict Mm. and we would be like you can go now like we don't want you here like the way those kids behaved I don't want to name names but I just remember I can't remember the exact story but I just remember someone being like I think I've told this already like switching off I think Spider-Man or something to put the news on what? and it was like no an adult and then like his kids obviously didn't complain or nothing but we were all just kind of like so what the hell are we supposed to do? Do you know what I mean? Like he was like, that's another TV now kind of thing. Ooh. In another person's oh, house. Wow. Yeah, that's the problem. In another person's house. You can do that in your house, but you're not in your house. You're at a wow. guest's house. Like, I don't, wow. don't want to say too much. I don't, think, I don't think they would remember the event, but I will say those kids ran as soon as they could. Because <laughs> it's giving, those kids, no offense to them, it's giving repressed. Like, yeah. you're actually not at home. This is a fun day. Like you probably this, you this what was wild to us. Like out. when mm. when there was guests, we knew that rules were lax. Like mm. no one's gonna be mad serious about certain things. Like mum and dad are chatting, they're doing their boys thing, girls yeah. thing. We can watch a movie. This wasn't even like we were playing rough. We were all watching a movie. If I remember mm. correctly, I could be wrong. And I just mm-hmm. remember this uncle kind of going, "That's enough of that." Now switch to the news. Mad. Like yeah. how socialize. This isn't your house. Um, and then we also had like people come over and there was one child but i remember i think we wanted to beat him up so badly he was um he had a disability i can't remember exactly what it was and he weaponized it Mm. weapon it would be he'd say stuff like i'm the guest you need to let me do this you need to the point that we would complain to my mom that they need to leave yeah. <laughs> they were sleeping yeah. over. I can't remember why they were they they were staying with us for a few days and we were like to my mom like never I think that was the first and last time. No, it wasn't the first, but it was definitely the last time people came and stayed over for like time like that mm. with kids because it was such an experience. Who would be like, you need to get off now, I'm the guest. Oh my god. So like my brother's Xbox, like and, and it would be like obviously he's got a disability. That's like, what I could do. We can't do anything. Wild, mm-hmm. but it was just absolutely wild. The entitlement, like you need yeah, to go and get me this. I want this. Da, 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 da. Oh, 
that because when you were at home, you were you were mistreated? Like, not mistreated, but is that because that's the that's the way you were told? I don't know if it was what. Yeah, like I don't know if it was spoiled or not. But like, my thing is, how how does a child come into a house that's not their own and say, "I'm the guest, give me that," without even thinking twice? That's a learned behavior. Like, and that's been enabled. And then several days now, you're not the guest no more. And it was to the point, like, even my mum was complaining because down from like the parent, the entitlement was there. Like, I remember, I can't remember exactly, but there was a thing of like, she wanted me to go shopping with her and carrying all her bags. And bearing in mind, I'm grown now, right? Like, this is my height now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's not even a reasonable expectation me of this weight build height whatever muscular whatever to go shopping with you and carry all your bags mm-hmm. you're asking someone who at most I think was I definitely wasn't even 16 I think I was 14 so you're asking me to follow you around the market carrying all your bags for you and my mom was like no it's giving house help it's giving house girl what's happening what kind of I should follow you for the whole day I should follow you <laughs> shopping the whole day and be oh, helping you carry your bag and that that was Wait. very my mum was like there's cabs like she was like when we go shopping we leave it in one corner somewhere we, we have trusted relationship and then we you know or you get in the cab like what's this my, and you have children you know but your child is over there doing I'm the guest playing Xbox and it's me wow. that should be following you around doing shopping or something I remember it was such a wild request mm. and then even my mum went and so went with her and then my mum had to carry all her stuff my mum obviously has back problems mm. so my mum was oh, like Mad. See, this is the thing. You don't get an you don't get an entitled child without parents that enable it, and who also might have that within yeah, themselves. Yeah, this is bad vibes all around. Um, it's bad vibes, and it's doing. And the thing with like guests overstaying three days is a serious problem. Like, I can't have you. Serious. I don't think growing up, anyways, I've kind of decided I don't think I can have you sleep at my house for more than two days. That's a lie. Even more that, than one day. Even that two. There we go. Even that one day. After you're you're now part of this household. You find yourself. I don't even want you part of the household. Like, go. We have a way we work. Having to explain that to you. Fair enough. Find a hotel if you're going to be here for a long term and just come Mm. and greet me in the daytime. Like, (laughs) I think we should, yeah, encourage us amongst ourselves. Um, I think it's maybe like a, I don't know if it's something that happens in the Yoruba community, Nigerian community, whatever. It's this, it's this open, over familiarity culture of like, I'm going to just stay at yours for as long as I need and we're going to just, I'm going to be the guest for like weeks, months, maybe even mm-hmm. a year or a couple think, years. And it's very strange. Um, not, I, I, I definitely think it's a cultural thing as well, like a cultural shift. Yeah. Because if you were doing it in Nigeria, the stress wouldn't be the same. Like if it was coming to stay at my house in Nigeria, it's quite natural for me to have house help, to have a driver, mm, to yeah. have... Exactly, people yeah. you can rely on. But when you come here, works. it's just me. But you want the same standard of care. Yeah. If you don't get an yeah. oyster card and get out, because I remember <laughs> someone's going to get really offended. Someone came, one of my mum's friends. Her daughter came to stay, and I actually genuinely feel really bad because she actually pulled me to the side and was like, "You can't treat guests like this." She came, and I paid her no mind. I carried on living my life. Like mm. I so was told, like, you, you have plans. Her- did you like greet her when you saw no, her? No, I things? greeted like, her, but you yeah. weren't my friend. Like mm. you were my mum's friend's daughter. I'd never really met you. I think mm. I'm not even sure if I've met her, met her or whatever. Like I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I, I know she told me she was like, you shouldn't really do that when guests come. Like she had a really terrible experience, um, which was my fault. Mm. I'm not I'm gonna take ownership for it. That was 100 percent my fault. But she came and I was pretty much like, 
yeah, here are all the things to do. You get a bus stop. You can go visit all of these places. Like, here's my room. I had plans to put my um my wardrobe together. So I actually went to Ikea by myself, got my wardrobe. While she right. was out touring, I was putting my wardrobe together, mm. blah, blah, blah. So when she left, she was just like, you're supposed to like take a guest around, show them town, show them things to do, introduce them to your friends. I went about my Monday to Friday as normal and was mm. like, this is London. Because in my head, I didn't even think that there was anything to do in London. So mm. I was just like, I don't know what you're here to do. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, the Big Ben, I should follow you to go and see the Big Ben. I've seen that before. I should follow you to the London Eye. I've seen that I before. I think that works. Um, maybe there wasn't that initial communication of that she wants. There was none of that. Yeah. Like, communication. So, but I think the communication was like, Nemat drives, so Nemat will look after you kind of thing. But I was like, yeah, if you want anything for me, if you want to, because I was kind of like, if you want anything to do, like, tell me and I'll, I'll help you. And then she ended yeah. up just being like really autonomous. So the next time she came around, that's when she actually told me. But the next time she came, I think she adjusted her expectations because again, I didn't do anything. <laughs> she went um she went and I, I do think it damaged our relationship in that we're not close mm-hmm. we're just really polite friends but I was just like we weren't close before I met you yeah we're not close afterwards I remember the next time she came around she came out because she was getting ready for her wedding so she wanted to do wedding shopping and all of these things and I mm-hmm. don't know if she expected me to like drive her around but again that would be wild wasn't going to so she went to the wedding place by herself blah 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 and I like I said I but take what happened ownership letting you know like this if is I'm going to visit a friend in another country because you know trying to make friends in other countries, woohoo! Like I would t- let them know I'm coming to let's say Thailand next week, or not even next week. If I'm coming to book my ticket, I'm thinking of coming to Thailand in uh, you know December, January, March, whatever. Um, this week are you going to be free? So from from that time, they can be making time for me. Like you need to. Mm-hmm. I think I'm yeah. the best. If I'm coming somewhere, I need to manage that person's expectation but you have your itinerary so it wouldn't be like our expectation is that i have my itinerary and my friend is gonna fit time to make maybe a cuppa a drink to acknowledge my presence Mm. but my friend isn't going to take me around thailand and enact my itinerary for me so she's not gonna be like you said you want to go to i don't know taj mahal i don't know that's definitely not in thailand but you see what i'm saying so i'm gonna yes. go yeah yes we're gonna go there together and like, my friends are gonna be like what's your plans let me take you around let me show you town like, i don't think any and if anyone does that they do it for the day they don't do it for the week that you're here so her thing being that i didn't do that once was like fine i could put my hands up i should have at least spent one day to take time mm. and show you like how we have fun and i was just like you want to go to the cinema like we have the cinema. I didn't even think tourism, whatever. So the second time yeah. she came, she definitely did her stuff by herself. What mm. happened? Oh, I don't want to speak about the story. That's the end. That I was gonna talk about when someone then came and I'd learnt my lesson and I was gonna be like, now let me be a proper host and let me like really treat someone. What did mm. they do? They f things up by arriving, telling me. Imagine they on flight. You're telling me. I'm arriving in London. Blah blah blah. This is my flight. Why would you tell me all your flight details? Why would you message me? that you you know like the plan that I was under the pressure of was they were coming to stay with us so yeah. I was like you told me your flight details you told me you were coming to stay with us told us everything like that so me and my brother got in the zip because I wasn't even I didn't have my car anymore by then got in the mm. zip we even made food warmed food everything because we know how it is when you're on the plane mm. for the first time it's your first time in this country went mm. to the airport to pick you up greeted you then we're like come let's go and then you're like oh this morning it was determined that I'm going to be staying with another family I mean, my brother was just like, you had, you had time. 
to ah. Oh. But you didn't tell us. You didn't tell us anything. When I was begging this person for information, to ask this person, this person knows themselves. Ask them if we're friends. Till this day, it's like smelly in my mouth because I'm just kind of like, you was doing that whole keeping your options open. Right, like there's no respect for other people's time. I don't know what it is about the culture. I'm just going to assume it's a cultural thing. There's no respect for you as an individual, especially when you're young. No, Mm, they expect you. Yeah, nothing. Like it doesn't, I was just like, do you know how long it took us to come here to come to and you had several wild. opportunities to Heathrow, tell us yeah. just to come and see your face in Heathrow like why, why would I do that what so you all the way Sorry. there you actually have to come with me now. we did Sorry. up the house we tidied up we made like a room everything because we were told you were staying with us yeah only for us to be told that in the morning and I was like it's, it's impossible that it's in the morning because I know how the London is mm. you don't just determine in the morning no no. That's just rude. Sorry, that's just rude. <laughs> that's why now, me and guests, please make your own plans. If you want to mm. see me, someone was like, Oh, I've moved to the UK. And I was like, That's nice. Like, <gasps> I don't know what, like me, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not hostess with the mostest. I'm just, that's mm. not, I want to improve, but that's not my spirit. I want to be better. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Like, if you call me out on it, I'm going to do my best. He's like, No, if you come to my house, I treat you with pure yeah. energy. That energy doesn't differ because you're from another country. This is the pure energy you get whilst you're in my house. And once you leave, bye, I don't know you. Yeah, anymore. because like, you know why? Because when we, if I'm coming to your house and you want to host, that's planned. Yeah. You've invited me. Yeah. I've agreed on to the fact that I can be there. So you've planned yourself. I've planned myself. There's a plan. Mm-hmm. There's expectation that's been met. I yep. feel like if I was to come around even if the house is impromptu, I'm probably going to come to drop something off or to pop in or whatever. I don't tend to do that because I feel like some people... I understand, like, when you're at home sometimes, it's just, it's just not the vibe when someone comes around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me. But let's say I wanted to drop something off. That's what probably I'll do in front of you. I'll still be like, can I come around at this time to drop something off? I feel like there's a, a respect of, I'm coming to someone's house, let me let them know. And then if I'm coming to drop something off, I don't And then you don't anything. expect them to be your mm-hmm. host, exactly. Like, I don't expect them to host you, have, you. You don't expect them to do anything. Yeah. Me, yeah. Do, you expect, yeah. do you want something to drink? Because you're supposed to, but not because... Yeah. I'm expecting a drink. I'm expecting yeah. a drink. I came to drop something off. That's just yeah, this, the energy is different. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, it has to be cultural. It's cultural mm. for it to be we drop by, we stop by. And it's, it doesn't seem, it's not seen as inconveniencing. But then here, it's literal inconveniencing because people it have is. to shift their yeah. entire plans to cater yeah. to you. And that's why we can mm. only do it for a day. We can't do it for three. Uh-uh. Yeah, especially the people that will be wanting three meals a day three square when this is not an Airbnb there's not even Airbnb it's not a host it's not a bed and breakfast why do you want three square meals a day please can't you see we're all drinking cereal listen we're here eating cereal and then you want bread and yam and all of these like egg and stuff like why am I making Miller for you we don't eat Miller ordinarily please like yeah it's, it's, no. Wait, it's one meal a day if you come to my place and you're staying over please anything else there's an Uber Eats app listen cereal you'll come at dinner Make the dinner. That's it. Honestly, like when we host, it's literal one meal a day, and that's the plow. If there's course, there's side, but it's that one meal. <laughs> Maybe do a bit of breakfast. I think yeah. if you go sleep over my house, I'll do breakfast. Mm. But then there's also you just cereal. Need... <laughs> Got to be out by lunch, man. Need... Like I will give you a solid breakfast. I'm and then not... it's pizza. Not gonna... The second meal is pizza. Always, it's ordered. I'm you not just cooking twice. To be able to cook multiple meals a day for guests, you actually need to pre-plan that. That's like that's why I said you yeah. cannot impromptu just come. You know we won't let you in. Not we won't let you in, but like we're not. Accepting. You stand by the door. <laughs> oh, okay, nice, nice. Okay, thank you. You literally stand by the next. door. It's not come in and sit down. I've never 
impromptu guests don't get like that natural come in and sit down. Like even the ones that get to come in and sit come down, on, just come mm. in and sit down. They get a tea, they get a cuppa. Mm-hmm. Everyone's still by the door. Everyone, no one. I remember I don't sit down with impromptu guests. It's like oh okay, because it's expecting you're gonna leave. Then I'll go upstairs. Mm-hmm. My mom will talk to you for two hours, three hours, however long you're here for. Then you leave max. Mm-hmm. But it's not a full dating. It's not a meal thing. You definitely. Like you can't come at dinner time either. That's madness. Will you be let in? That's the question. And no one can send me to go and blend anything. I'm so sorry. I'm occupied. So we're not doing... Not when the greatest app called Uber Eats exists. You want to eat? Just hold on one second. My mom literally, she'll be like, let me just order cake for you. And the cake will come. You eat the cake. And... Love it. But Why smart, did you do that? Hard. I think that's a bit rude. Cannot lie. Like, no, okay, people are different times. But my energy is capped. If you're in my energy is capped at two hours. No, because I will, because I, I, I'm yeah, not, I have to recharge my battery. It doesn't turn really on. I expect you hit, like, I don't think, for, for me, it's not necessarily, first of all, I'm probably busy, I'm probably doing something. Second of all, why did you expect that? Why did, what, what was going in your, running in your head that like, you just thought you can come and get the full monthly on vibes? You were on vibes. You think that cooking happens on vibes. You think that the house happens on vibes. So some well, people even do at it, home. Though. Some people do. I okay, think so it's, it's cultural. really, it's really cultural because you guys are reminding um, me. Some people do. I, I know some that. cultures that do it. Some cultures, mm. Arab cultures, will really, will do it. I think on I vibes. Think, yeah. Yeah, mm. on vibes. I think they'll pull out all the stops. Like some people do it. So, it's, and I, it's some Yoruba people do it. it I. I'm too critical. I'm really sorry. I'm really I'm sorry. I'm way too critical. Ha- it actually happened um, during Ramadan a few years back. I was at my dad's oh, getting ready God. to cook. Getting ready to cook, right? Oh. During Ramadan. And when I tell you, cousins of his, a cousin of his that I've never met in my entire oh, life. One. No. So he came with his wife and two kids. I said, What's the wife didn't go into the kitchen and cook? I don't know. Please came Listen, to your man. This is where I work. <laughs> this is when I'm like, Okay, the whole Yoruba way of stuff. Skipped me. So I'm like, okay, assumption. Everybody's fasting. Find come to find out he's not fasting, she's not fasting. Right. Kids are kids. So I'm like, cool, what's in this house? My dad don't cook. We, there was what? There was cherries. I gave everybody a bowl of cherries and a cup of water. I said, um, so here you go, here you go, here you go. And then I spoke to my sister, my older sister afterwards, and she's like, Oh yeah, I mean I think next time which probably should have should have made some stew. In the back of my head, I'm like, for yeah. what? Someone's sister's really been in Nigeria. She's acclimatized. Listen, she said, make listen. some soup. You should blend. She was like, if you just blend, you know, next time, did it. How you should just like, go into the kitchen and even... be cranging the pot so it sounds like you're making an attempt. Ding, <laughs> ding, <laughs> wait, please. It'll be 14. Please, please believe whatever I unintentionally did work. They were gone within an hour because there was no rice yeah. stew coming. There was no plantain frying. It smelled nothing in the air because the meat was still defrosting in the sink. Um, it was just. And it was just wild to me because they were very much unannounced. And when I tell you guys, I've never seen that cousin of my dad, of my dad ever in my life. And I've never saw him since. It's just like, well, you've now brought well, your then. wife and two kids to come and do what? I don't even know. Okay. Some of them you know is yeah. You've come to Listen. greet, mashallah, Allah, Yeah, you've come if to you greet. If you went at but... home, it, there would have been someone that would have done something. My dad lives on his own. My dad would have done nothing. This, no, as in she would have. <laughs> Oh, you mean... The wife would have gone and found something. Or your dad would be like, True. oh, there's something in the kitchen if you want. To the cherries. Yeah, possibly. Cherries. 
Because I feel like also in, in Ramadan, what did you expect? We're not eating. Listen, because it threw me up and it's like, it's not fast. I was like, hmm? I mean, you look fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your excuse? <laughs> this is really, I was just like, I don't know what's happening here, but um, cherries. Yeah, we got cherries. They ate the cherries, drank water. I don't know on the sweet merry way. I feel like the Ramadan helps. As long as they didn't complain mm. afterwards in that this they expected is it. something. This yeah, is like, yeah, that's fine. I think we started talking about entitlement. I think as long as people mm. understand and are genuinely like because my my situation is they didn't they 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 took me to the she took me to the side and was like, you don't do this. And I was like, oh mm. right. And there was obviously the people that were entitled. So I think yeah. for the most part, as long as it's done in a respectful manner and people are mm-hmm. like, I will always make the gesture. Like I'll always be like, Do you want tea? Because we definitely don't have biscuits. I do have my herbal tea. Like I could give you some lemon and ginger, I could give you some hibiscus, I could give you some fig and rose. Like <laughs> I got some flavors. I give you green tea. Yeah. Oh, I don't drink green tea. Oh, green tea is all I have because I'd be drinking that. So I can give you that's what I have. Yeah. In terms of like juice and stuff, and my mum will know, like, because I tend to always have juice. Mm. She'll offer the juice and she'll be winking, like, and I'll just be really staring her down, like, <laughs> this was not in the plan. You know, I have portions, it's my daily breakfast. Like. So, and then she'll open like different people's wow. cupboards and see what they have. My brother tends to have biscuits, so she might grab a couple biscuits from his cupboard. You see what I'm saying? But you can't just be coming in, you're just throwing a wrench in people's plan because I went to Iceland and bought my things for a reason. True. And now, because Fisa Bilalah, because it's not for you. I'm definitely not doing this for you. I'm doing no. this because Allah is watching me. Yep. And I have yeah. to have an open heart and a wide smile. Mm-hmm. And Ramadan is different because if you're if feeding people Ramadan, I'm, I'm, there's there's reward that's downloaded. Yeah. Yes, it's like the intention would have been great for me. Like, I would have just loved. And mm. and the thing that irks me about guests is that sometimes you you put all of these out and they'll only take one biscuit. But you can't ever put one biscuit on the plate. You can't. <laughs> no, that's why you have to ask them, what do you want? This biscuit, yeah. this biscuit, this juice, this juice, because I'm not going to open, well, I'll drink the juice, but why would you open something that no one else would not eat in this house because guests came? Because you, you have to give them, you have to do something. No, can't just... we are. Mm. What do you, we've got water, like, Standard juice standard because we will drink it. We don't buy the juice. We don't drink it ourselves. Mm. But anything no, not else from that the maybe... cup, you still have to pour it away. Like I've poured. Oh, oh yeah. Half no, open drinks away. And then we pour half the drank. juice in front of you. Yeah. Tell me when it's enough. Because I don't. I'm not trying to stand here. Watch you take two sips of this juice and then I have to dash it. Or no. like I will make something or we'll give something and you don't want it. We always mm. ask like, what so, do you want? We've got this, 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 this. Okay, is this enough? Here, if you want more, let us know. Because it's not me that when you came unannounced, that's going to be now throwing food away or drink away. Like, no, 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 no. There's always pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Not to say that we're doing the game, but, yeah. but like, for example, if someone came and they wanted the whole juice or the whole drink, or the, yeah, take it. As long as they're going to take it mm. and finish it, you do you. Oh, I've had anyway, some finish like, my whole juice before. And one sip. <laughs> Sis, do you know what? I just said, like, Alhamdulillah, it was one of those um, knocking on your door, selling something, let me tell you about this, this, this thing. Mm. I don't know what came over me. I just feel like sometimes Allah just sends you to help people. I said to her, do you want a drink? She said, yeah. She came indoors, whatever, little blonde lady. I got the innocent out. 
gave it to her to pour. She kept going back for more. It's a cool drink. <laughs> you drink. Yeah. Well, I was allowed to buy the drink for her. Sometimes mm-hmm. well, I used to do it as a vehicle. She was just like, I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't really going to sign up. I wasn't going to do anything. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. I just, took, I just said drink. And then some people, like, they, this is the other thing. There will be multiple juice in the fridge, but it's my innocent that it will take to serve. Because why? <laughs> Quality. Someone else is buying little brand juice in the car. Because I don't like car and I like clay. I want to be able to see. You know, sometimes people put posting lumps and mold. So I like to be able yeah. to see my juice. I don't like carton. <laughs> you won't serve people carton. You serve them my innocent. There's options. Oh, I can hear the pain. I can actually hear it. So, but yeah, quick five-minute um, summary, because this is this is very in line-ish with what we're talking about in terms of people, family, all of that stuff. So I'll read it very, very quickly. Um, and if you want to see what I'm reading, or if you don't catch me, then... It's posted on the blog so you can read it or you can just slow this down so quick. Uh, hello, everyone. Using an obvious throwaway account here. I'm sorry for the long post, but I'm just so emotionally exhausted at this point. My uncle, my mum's youngest brother, has made very inappropriate comments to me for years now. I have felt uncomfortable around him my entire life, but I've really started to notice the creepiness as a teenager. I went from being extremely flat to having huge boobs when I hit puberty. He would make jokes about my developing body as I grew up, saying stuff like, it looks like you're growing in all the right areas. I bet the boys love you. And he's always staring at me. Many times I have caught him staring directly at my chest. To this day, he still makes inappropriate remarks towards me. For example, the last time he came to visit, I was talking about how I miss traveling. And he said, oh, if you want to explore a different city, you can come and live with me for a while. When he knew everyone, when he knew anyone wasn't listening, he whispered to me, I have a one bedroom apartment, but my mattress is really comfortable. I think we can make it work. And then winked at me. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yuck. I just okay. sat there, dumbfounded, and said, no, thank you, and went into the kitchen. He never says anything in front of anyone else, and it makes me question my own sanity at times. I have told my mother previously about this. When I was 19, I told her that he makes me uncomfortable and says weird things to me. She got raging angry, slapped me across the face, oh. and yelled at me for having disgusting thoughts she refused to talk to me for days until i apologize she's always had a close relationship with my uncle and is very protective of him since he's the youngest and only brother in their family the only sibling i've told is one of my older sisters 30f my sister brushed it off and said that i was just trying to cause drama in the family she said that it was all in my head and that i needed to stop trying to ruin my uncle's reputation my whole family is extremely religious and tight-knit. I am the known black sheep since I rebelled against religion early on. I even had a punk phase, which my mum was convinced was the devil's work. <laughs> She's one, I beg, from being Nigerian. <laughs> this year, my uncle has invited me to... Th- has invited my family to Thanksgiving at his new place. As I've done for the last few visits and family gatherings, I made up an excuse about work about a work deadline to get out of going. Then my phone started to blow up. Then my phone started blowing up with messages from my mother and my siblings asking why I'm being so difficult all the time. They're all mad at me now because I keep making my mother upset. Apparently, my continued rebellion and absence is making my mother depressed. 
This isn't the first time they've emotionally blackmailed me into doing stuff with family. I do love my family and I love my mother, but I just can't do this anymore. I'll finally be able to move out on my own in a few months. I don't mm-hmm. want to cut them off, but I don't know how to make them understand or believe me. Has anyone ever experienced anything like this? I would love any advice, please. Oh, bless her heart. Oh, I think sorry. first of all, I'm glad that she can move out. That's like the biggest um Blessing, because I know a lot of women aren't able to experience that, unfortunately. With such no, a they're not. But I want to talk about dynamic. that, that creepy, I don't, like... A whole pervert that's been enabled by the female members of the family. And it's this. just, I'm so tired of this narrative of women not being believed by their own family members, because is this uncle a politician? I don't understand. Oh, that's why I said he's practically Nigerian. What's just wild is that they said because he's the youngest and he's the only boy or something like when did those become mm. struggles in life? I don't excuses. understand. What kind of excuses? What kind of stupidity yeah. is that? I'm not I'm not hearing struggle. I didn't hear disabled. I didn't hear anything about poverty. I didn't hear anything about suffering. He's the youngest child, okay. No, absolutely nothing. It's just very disturbing. So very, disturbing. Very so disturbing I remember so many times um I had uncle's friends I would I've never accused or added anyone because my family's been very good at enforcing boundaries so it's never escalated to a point where this was a substantial thing but I know I have experiences I have uncle's friends I remember one time I was laying sick in bed and I must have been about six seven eight or nine that period of time mm-hmm. um or six, seven, eight, that period of time. And I was laying sick in bed with some sort of malaria in Nigeria. And I had an uncle's friend who always was, he just made me uncomfortable for no reason other than the fact that he just gave me creep vibes. But there yeah. was, I was too young to even understand. He just made me uncomfortable. And I just remember laying sick in bed. And the way our house was is that you had upstairs and downstairs in Nigeria. And the downstairs was like, you come into the house, you keep on walking down and end of the corridor is the bedroom. And that takes off like the whole end of that room, of that corridor, basically. And then you have like, this, before that, you have the stairs. So you go upstairs. So technically, you go upstairs to my uncle's room before you would go down you'd go down the corridor to, to where we were, basically. So I'm there on mm-hmm. top of the bunk, sweating, ill. And I just remember hearing that, like, obviously these people are here. And then my head thinking, oh, God, like, I don't want to see this person. Because whenever they're around, I, I don't go near them. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. him just trying to go to the room because I think he had them sick. And someone going, why are you going there? And then he like mm. turned, and I don't know who stopped him. But I just remember, like, why are you well, coming? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. yeah. What did you got want nothing from to do with you? Like, room when she's sick, like it's a room where like my literally it was a massive room. So it's a bedroom. There was a bunk bed. My mom yeah. sleeps in that room. Then we mm. were on the bunk bed. We were really young back then, so we all stayed in the same room. And then my brothers would like could stay with my uncles and stuff upstairs where they had like mm. multiple rooms. So their bedrooms upstairs. I rarely went upstairs to show my uncles. But I just remember someone going, why are you going there? And I just thought, mm-hmm. yeah, like, mm-hmm. why are you well coming here? Yeah. You're yeah. not family. You're not close. You're not my mom's friend. You're my uncle's friend. And my uncle is several years younger than my mom. So he would have been about 18 at the time. So why is an 18-year-old man, or they would have been between 18 and 24, my youngest mm-hmm. uncles, coming to my... And I, there's so many people. There's people's like, no offense people, but there's people like currently... I used to growing up feel that their dads were perverts. Like till now, I still have that because the way they would look used to make me really uncomfortable. And I didn't have the words for it. And I mm. only just told my mom recently because I was like, there are several uncles in this community that are just not in this community. I shouldn't say that. Let me just raise that bit. 
mm-hmm. there are several uncles <laughs> in this universe that I just yeah. in, in this space in no, this gathering. Mean, I know what you mean. Unfortunately, yeah. that like, I just yeah. they 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 raise the hair on my back, but they've never done anything. It's just you'll look up, they're staring at you. You'll turn around, they're staring at you. You'll greet another uncle, they're staring at you. You're like, why am I Why's always making eye contact? Yeah, like, what's going on? What's and it's never anything that you can be like, this uncle's a perv. Yeah. It's just because they haven't done anything yet. I feel yeah. like a lot of these people, um, they wait for you to be comfortable in their space. It needs to be normal for them for, before they actually do something. So this, and I think I'm a big believer in like, intuition and like your gut yeah. not being wrong yeah. so somebody was it tiktok obviously the tiktok lessons take it with a pinch of salt all the seasons take it with but typically when i remember stuff it's because some somebody with some reputation or some knowledge is saying it just i think it was a psychologist or some ologist or some ology or somebody with the right credentials for me to remember it was saying that your subconscious and your gut feeling is what your brain filters out so you you pick up loads of things and then your brain has thought out certain things and I think the things that you act upon are like put in your conscious and then there's some things that put in your subconscious and I think those things you can't necessarily define but like the reason why I think the thing was the reason why firefighters can kind of like tell things or like they work well in the job is because there's so many things they picked up that are danger kind of signals mm-hmm. through going through those kind of experiences time yeah, and time yeah, again yeah. that in yeah. their subconscious experience um, which is why they yeah. know before before they need to jump to jump kind of thing because they pick mm. up so your brain that's how the brain works your brain will pick up loads of things and then it, then your conscious will filter out certain things and blah 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 so i feel like i say all that to say when your gut says someone's moving a bit weak or some, someone's a bit weird do not ignore it especially these pervy men your gut is telling you danger especially with the familiarity of nigerian culture yeah. one mm-hmm. uncle would, rub, would randomly like i'm really happy that my dad had a reputation of being someone that was practicing so you couldn't ever cuddle me. Like I could see other uncles hug other people when they're greeting them, but they could yeah. never put their arm around me. Like it was a set. We don't, yeah, we don't do this. You get the older yeah. men every now and then, and my mom would be like, oh, you know, she'll just kind of shift in. Like I've told you that like, my parents are very much like, no, Islamic, this is what we do. But mm-hmm. I think I think that's one of the things that saved me personally, in that mm-hmm. there was that barrier to the overfamiliarity because you get a couple packs get a couple side hugs you get a couple yeah it's i think it's about breaking ice obviously i'm not perfect so <laughs> but i think that's how it works like you break or they break the ice you know yeah. you see them time so i feel like if someone unfortunately sexually assaults someone else suddenly and more often than not it's not sudden it's over time they do say yeah. that a lot of people that get sexually assaulted is by someone they knew sometimes yeah. even because there's nothing in the family and i think that it's effective because or it works because they break the barrier of familiarity of time. Then it's a small touch and a smaller touch yeah. and a smaller touch. And then when they finally get to points of sexual assaulting, because there's a thing of one, you're stunned and maybe you won't speak and blah, blah, blah. But because they've broken it down, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it, but it's very calculated and it's it very is. deliberate. And it's, it's very like scary. arsonists and, it's, and other and criminals. They do small things yeah. first, and then they slowly build up to the big yeah. thing. Exactly. And they, exactly. They build. Yeah. They they also test to see just how much they can get away Testing with. The waters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they mm, see yeah. that mm. if I sit a little too closely with this person, and my thighs are touching, um, how would she react? If she yeah. overreacts, everyone else is like, "What do you mean?" So mm. that emboldens you. Like if I'm mm. sitting you and your thighs touching me, and I'm shifting. 
And then they'll mm. be like, uh-uh. You're doing the Am most. I dirty yeah. now? Mm. And then yeah, everyone exactly. will be like, oh, oh no, those not. Like, they yeah. try to... <laughs> like oh it's perfect yeah because that uncle has been around for how many years so how can you be jumping from this uncle but that uncle has been plotting for how many years unfortunately like yeah and I think we need to be very um careful like you said establish boundaries with um uncles and aunties in our community just because they're familiar with just because they're bro-bro with you doesn't mean they need to be bro-bro with your children or with your wife or with any other female in the community like Mm, no what, I just feel like child. Salam mm. me from over here And keep it stepping Like Greet me from over here I'll go about my way You go about your way Because Unfortunately Our open familiar culture Doesn't afford People even able to speak out Because in this case This girl has spoken now And it's How could you speak out About my brother uh, I'm even thinking Who up. would even listen to you Right now If you said mm. Oh this uncle makes me uncomfortable not even they'll literally wait until you are there with wounds chopped up doing whatever like you, yes these are the they spars believe you. before and even they then, believe you and even then it's like what did you do how did oh, you provoke him it's your why, fault. yeah why didn't you run blamed. away why, why did yeah. you two stay why did you two sit yeah. down why didn't you move yeah <sighs> i was gonna say for this girl speaking yeah, it's really sad that her family don't believe her. Her family are not defending her. I feel like, why would you come and then report your uncle of all people? Not my my. I think my it's a different. Friends. It's a difficult situation for her mum to be in though, because <coughs> like, if this is my sibling that I have known for so long, and you Definitely. are making this out of character accusation, because in any other realm, if he was behaving like this, it's that's that's dating. That's normal dating culture let's say like if, if, if a woman that wasn't my daughter was saying he was making these advances yeah he likes you. yeah it's fine so it's mm. perfectly normal no i'm saying i'm not saying that it's not pervy i'm saying that it's perfectly normal but the idea that he's being incestuous is so far removed yeah. that it's, it's something that yes it's pervy but she's how old did she say she well she said growing up as well but yes it's pervy but then also the fact that her brother is being incestuous is something that you would just never ever 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 expect i think there's a male so thing so like, but then if, okay yes your brother your brother is your sibling like i get that but your child it's not brother and that's why it's so like girl. brother it's and child my, is like why would my child say that would that happen links in your entire life sorry i gave but birth sibling to you. And that's why you, it's mine. you understand the logic of it in terms of just like that's your child. They say the child is like your heart walking outside of you and stuff like that. Exactly. Like that cannot be a rebellious child that's been taken over by the devil one time. Yeah, and this is my punk. brother that's been doing church with me all my life. Yeah, and, you know, religious like, tight knit community. No, but, I'm just like, so, oh, okay, this so oh, it's just that this is a mess. Because why my thing is why would your child want to make that up? Why would your my, child sit there and yeah. say, hmm, today I'm gonna make up the story about my uncle? This not not another person like i think let's think about why this person if this person has a rebellious nature rebellion comes from somewhere just think for two seconds no i know it hurts for you to think that your brother is something but let's just use our sense here just use your sense for two seconds but then you don't even have to do anything you can just say okay cool um you don't have to believe her yeah but you can just say all right then just Take, make no, space. I think, if, you, if you don't like him, don't be around him. Simple. Exactly. You don't have I to think, do not believe her, but it's just, I think it's mad that. Like, yeah. Made her I think she's, no, she's no, too close to see. 
No, her slapping her is a bit mad. I think she slapped her out of annoyance and she just she's in denial. I feel like definitely because if he's been like that with her, he's been like that with other people. That's what I think. Hundred percent. I think it's slapping her because you don't want to hear the truth because you know your brother. I'm so sorry. Because it's yeah. I am so sorry. Everybody knows the family is yeah. Yeah. Everyone deference. And her daughter probably isn't the first person that's come to her either or the first person that she's heard say it. She just doesn't want to hear it. And then do you know what's mad is that she's got another daughter. So it's like, why are you? There's the third year. Yeah. There's others. Why yeah. are you? You know what? The, you know what? But you know, it could, the, the, the uncle could have gone to the other daughter, and the re- maybe the reason why the other daughter is like, mm, is because she doesn't want to address the fact that maybe he's been with her too. Yeah. Maybe his daughter's seen Possibly. it and hasn't done anything. I one hundred and they've normalized the family knows. Yeah, yeah I think the family knows. I'm so sorry. Like what? And yeah. I also think. Yeah, no, I just think the family knows. I don't know why. I just think the family knows and the family are ignoring it. Especially the mum and the brother. I'm sorry it hurts you that your brother's a pervert, but you're telling me that your instant response was to slap your daughter. Huh? No. You know. You know your brother has problems. You don't want to deal with them. And I'm not saying it's easy to deal with them. I can't imagine being in the same situation. I'm not saying, like, it's just a matter of going and do this. I, I can't tell you what to do. But... I just wouldn't stop anyone that's coming to me to tell me, like, she's not done anything wrong. Exactly. She's the victim to slap her. Like, I don't don't know, Sha. She's, I I think she should go no contact with this family. Family's quite toxic. I think she should carry them. Halima, anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, that's it. They're wild. Cut them off. I'm very happy that she's got her own space and she's continued to establish her own identity which is so important and that you know um he's made her uncomfortable but thankfully again when she's in her own space and she cuts off the family as well they'll have nothing to do nothing to do with her she can just live her life um, and not carry around and it sounds it's it's such a burden um someone to carry around as well yeah it is it's a massive burden to carry around and i just don't think you should stay in these spaces um i I think She's not going mm, with family. I think that there's always a difficulty in cutting them off like completely because that's what cutting off my mum, my uncle, well, it's obviously the uncle, my siblings. Duh, duh, duh. The likelihood is she's not going to be able to cut them off completely, like immediately, right? Um, I think she should try and record. I was going to say try and record because he's obviously doing stuff when people are not around. Maybe she can get some evidence and just cause a bit of a ruckus, I think you should do that. I don't think it should cause a ruckus, but I also think this isn't a family that even if she calls the ruckus, they'll be like, oh, you you definitely seduced him because look at how conveniently you were recording. There are people that will always find it's a way true, to blame true. her. Just they for her, like her thing was about, um, her, just before we go, her thing was about, oh, she wants, I think there's a thing of wanting to be believed, which I can understand. Just yeah. for her thing of, look, you've heard. It's not that you haven't heard. It's not, and also she said something about it being in her head, blah, 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 blah. So it's just so we all know that it's not in my head, it's on my phone. And you've heard it. Whether you want to believe me, you want to help me, or you want to care for me, mm-hmm, I've shown you now. And I keep it going. Obviously, like you said, she's moving on, on her own space, and then I think that'll probably take time. So in the meantime, I think the first thing she should do as well, the finally to say is confront her uncle and just say, Hi, your comments make me uncomfortable. Um, I'm just yes. going to assume that it's not intentional, but you are making me uncomfortable. And so I would prefer if you stopped there. And then if he continues, yeah. walk away. And yeah, don't be left in the same room as him. Don't stay with him. Immediately distance yourself from him and just say, you're yeah. making me very uncomfortable. That's it. Some people just need to be called out 
Or Definitely. next time he says something, say it out loud and be like, and so what would happen with me in the same room in the bed with you? Yeah, why yeah, should we, like, yeah. Why shouldn't yeah. we share a bed? I'm a grown woman. And then watch him get flustered. It's because you're protecting all of these things that he's saying, that he's able to get away with it. Yes. Yeah. Pull him out immediately 100%. there and then. Yeah. yeah. But also do it yeah. safely because men are mad. Oh. But yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Mentuk Pod, it's been lovely speaking to you all today. Bye.